0: I'm CJ.
1: And this is Harry Potter Movie Minutes. The podcast
0: where two friends break down the movies of the wizarding world in excruciating detail and obnoxious commentary.
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening. Oh, hello. Oh, hello, lovely. Okay. No, it goes. It's, it goes. We're on it goes. episode nine. Episode
0: nine, not episode
1: eight. Yeah, that might have been my fuck up. I may have. <laughs> <laughs> May have No, a number. we
0: all make typos. What I was mostly cackling about for backstory listeners. Yeah. We have um, the chunks. We have some, yeah, we have some documents uh, where we keep track of everything. Um, and there were two episode eights listed. And I was like, oh, not a big deal. Typos. And so I went in and I like changed it. And then I was like changing the next few. But then somehow it was the right number again. And I was like gaslighting myself. Like, wait a second, (laughs) were there two? What did I? And I had to like undo fifteen times to to see um, that we also skipped thirteen when we were creating the document. And so we ended up with the right number of episodes. Okay,
1: but they just weren't labeled correctly. Right,
0: which like. Who cares?
1: The irony of that is I just got an email yesterday saying I got approved for the minimum qualifications to be an accounting tech. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, are you sure? I don't know if I should be trusted hey, with numbers.
0: <laughs> all of the columns are balanced. <laughs> Who cares? At the end of the day, do we care how we got there?
1: <laughs> Doing great. Yeah, I don't think I should go for that job, but we will see. <laughs>
0: I think you should clearly you were working some kind of magic
1: <laughs> or i show up to the interview 10 minutes late I'm like oh i had a different time in my head does this reflect poorly on me <laughs> is this already strike fun oh well we'll see how that goes anyway well, now that we're we're on the right track this is episode nine i believe yes. there are how many total 15 15 damn it so yeah we really are getting there yeah. uh-huh. all right well we are Um, this is terrible we are on our date rape episode um
0: that's that's where we are i i did notice today that they really don't acknowledge what happens after that point they just watch the two of them pass the fuck out yep and then harry and ron are like oh they're idiots and then we cut to the bathroom we totally skip over the like (laughs) storing them in a closet and stealing their clothing right and all,
1: all of it i'm just like oh so we just okay we're gonna glaze right past that
0: <laughs> they just i i don't know i guess it's implied because they show up in the bathroom in their in huge slytherin robes yes anyway
1: which i didn't get at first either but and i had a question about that does she mention their robes she did right hermione is like i got the robes but we just never talk about shoes i think is the only thing that we were bitching about right does this...
0: oh now i need to look because last week does she tell them to take their robes? Is that why I was so angry last
1: week? So there is a cutscene.
0: See, and that's what it's supposed to be,
1: right? She had gotten them for the laundry. Like the only thing she didn't have was their shoes. So all they would have to do is jack their shoes. But that right. doesn't even come up either. That's so I like. Okay, so I wrote that. I understand like why they cut this down. Like we don't need to see the full like wardrobe, <laughs> like technicalities or logistics to this plan. But it's also just. I don't know. Still problematic.
0: Yeah, I mean, it gives it makes it much more problematic that
1: <laughs> take their robes. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, oh,
0: okay. I, you, I'm just undressing another student. Like, okay. Yeah. That's...
1: So, yeah. Okay. So anyway. let's, let's let's start back. So basically, yeah. So they go. Uh, just as we'll go get them. So our scene this week uh, opens up on Hermione portioning the gloop into beakers for the three to drink. Did uh, not love yes. the look of this
0: yes dry ice yes sludge okay. yes <laughs> no i'm I'm with you i don't I, I know that it was supposed to be gross and actually this is something that i think about a lot because i watch a lot of like supernatural television shows and movies and whatnot and anytime they have a potion i'm just like oh, could i drink it
1: uh, <laughs> would you drink that that they uh, had in those cups
0: I don't know who am i turning into do i well, need to turn did... into them <laughs> like, what's also, happening there's
1: steaks there's nothing you won't put in your mouth all right that's good to know <laughs> okay, okay. Wow. Well... <laughs> well we knew this um no to me it looked like like runny oatmeal texture like maybe mixed with like food coloring or laundry detergent <laughs>
0: like... i thought it looked like some kind of like beef stew surprise that you would get in a school cafeteria
1: but dyed like turquoise right right i didn't like it but I didn't like
0: that's this is my like maybe i think it's my only book bitch like they're supposed to change colors
1: i wrote that and i said i kind of missed that that kind of would have been important to see because then we see the drastic change in movie seven and they all turn into harry and harry's yes. potion turns gold If we could have seen it, it still stayed, like, booger brown or whatever it was supposed to be. Or, like, booger green. I don't know. Colors. gross colors.
0: Like, observation here. Like, is this how poorly the bathroom is always lit at night? Or? (laughs) It's literally just moonlight. There are a couple of, like, torches above the actual stalls. But, like. Mm. Hmm. No artificial light in there. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's like after hours and there's no trying we to talked save about on that. electric bill. But...
1: <laughs> we talked about that one episode that it was broad daylight and the torches were on in the hallway. So true. maybe this is just like, this is the bathroom that Phil skips past. He's <laughs> like, I should be doing some maintenance in there <laughs> to update that lighting, but. Eh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> great lighting. During... Actually, it's still great lighting. Like I love, I live for a moonlight moment, but. Well,
1: it definitely set the tension, the we're doing something sneaky. But again, so it just always feels so dark. <laughs> everything that they're doing. Yes. Kids are all strolling around at midnight. Anyway, yeah, there's no color change in the potion. They add so much hair to it. I found that upsetting. Did not enjoy that. Um,
0: I was reading up about Apology's potion when I was researching something else for later on, and it was talking about how it doesn't have to be hair. Mm-hmm. It can be. They were like giving other examples, and it was like it can be um, like toenail clippings.
1: That's what I was gonna say. Yeah.
0: Um, but then like this <laughs> article that I was reading, um, like did a list. It was like hair, toenail clippings, whatever. Da da da, and then ended with or worse. Dot dot dot. And I was like,
1: Oh my god. <laughs> That was not necessary. I what are think we implying?
0: We know what we're implying, but really
1: <laughs> like don't need any of that. Don't need okay. any excretions in well, my potion. There we go. Yo. Um. So I said that the three consume their portions of potion, and Ron is the first to bitch out, saying he's going to be sick, and runs to a stall. Hermione follows. Okay. All of them break their glasses.
0: Right. I have things to say about these glasses.
1: <laughs> I. Oh my God. I did too. I'm like, what? What are? Okay.
0: What are these weird-ass cups? Like, they have always, (laughs) since the first time that I watched the movie, I'm like, they. you know what they remind me of? They remind me of those thermoses that come with, like, a lunchbox set.
1: Yeah. Like, I I kind of like the metal part, too. Like, it's holding a beaker. It's like a beaker is, like, set on the metal part or set into it. But then why is it so, like, detailed and scrolly on the outside, where it looks like it's a detailed, like, goblet? I don't know. I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, why are these like this? And why are they so wasteful of them, too? Like, you have to imagine that they stole these from somewhere, and they're like, ah, break it. <laughs> right. And the other
0: question that I have about this moment is, like, do they not have to drink a certain amount of it? Like, if they...
1: <laughs> yeah, because so like, I think Ron it's just, like, the a maximum sit. is usually an hour.
0: Well, that's something really interesting that I found out today, too, actually. Go. Because that was like my big question here. Because Ron takes like one sip, Hermione takes like two, and then Harry takes like three big gulps. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, but they all change for the same amount of time.
1: It's right back to the exception of
0: Hermione. (laughs) Um, Yeah,
1: poor, poor Hermione.
0: But apparently, depending on how well it's brewed, it can last. For anywhere from like fifteen minutes to twelve hours. So if you have like an expert potion master brewing mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. the effects can actually last a lot longer. Mm. And it only lasted an hour because a twelve-year-old made it. No. But how it... she figured that out, I don't know.
1: Well, it also had to remember the same thing that um, uh, Harry's what's his firebolt Nimbus. The same the same way they had Harry's Nimbus two thousand runs out of steam right before he gets to the snitch right. this has to fade out right as we're reaching a pinnacle of the conversation with Malfoy. it's it's called the dramatic feature and it's right. <laughs> it's, very uh, it's very convenient conveniently placed but yeah i thought that too i was like okay so we had this timed perfectly again like many things in the harry potter world so magic magic okay my problem, too, so not only are the glasses kind of cool, they're kind of interesting to look at and see. What, and I understand that we can have Reparo and stuff, but these kids are just tossing them down. Like I thought, like did we all agree to do this? Like, okay, once we drink it, we're all going to throw it down to the ground. <laughs> like, is, it, <laughs> is it like christening a ship? Like, once you take it for the first time, you have to break your It's Good luck. Like, no, that's irresponsible. You kids are assholes. I wrote, because they're assholes. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. They are little assholes. You
1: don't have to break them. That's rude. Um, Harry stands over the sink and first notices his hand, his hand starting to bubble, followed by his face, which then morphs into Goyle. Ron steps out as Crab, and the two discover they still sound like themselves, which never really gets better. Right.
0: Okay, well, first of all, transformation, neat. I think they did a good job like demonstrating what's described in the book.
1: Yes, I actually cool, thought cool, that cool, was cool. good. I
0: don't get why...
1: Even have that bit of we still sound like ourselves.
0: And, and why and make more work? On.
1: And why make more work for the, like the producers? Like now they have to go back and sound edit their voices into these actors' faces, you know, and their their actions. Like why yeah. make more work for yourself? When you could just we've magicked away a lot of other explanations. <laughs> they magically have these kids' voices.
0: It's just I don't yeah I don't get it. It was a weird choice.
1: These kids could have just done these lines. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, Harry tells Ron to sound more like crab, to which Ron responds with a slightly deeper voice. Very convincing. Their robes and ties are also instantly neat as well. Did you catch that? Yes. Like, that's fine that it fits them right. That's fine. That that makes sense. But it was like instantly like the tie is up and the clothes are neat. and like, all right. Fine. Fine, fine. Magic. So they are gonna have different names for a little while. So crab Ron asks where Hermione is. <laughs> to which she replies from a stall, hi! I don't think I'm going. You go on without me. I said, this was such a perfect, like, oh, fuck voice. <laughs> I said, I think we've all had those wardrobe mishaps, like, in the fitting room. you are like, I'm okay. I don't need anything. <laughs> so poor Hermione, not wanting to come out of the stall. I'm like, girl, I get you. Girl.
0: I, I got you. Been
1: there. Um, She tells the two that they're wasting their time to just go. Again, we enter a part of the castle probably never seen before and head to where we think the Slytherin common room is. Right. Where was I, this? Were they
0: not terrible friends for leaving her like i'm sorry there
1: <laughs> like wasn't much the- of hesitation was there he's like
0: no, no just not know. at all they're just like okay bye like she did all the work to brew the potion even stole ingredients from snape and they're just like okay see ya
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, they should have worked a little harder in that scene because, not to mention too they could have said what's wrong like you just took a potion is she dying in there are you gonna come back to a moaning hermione <laughs> is she gonna no, join Myrtle?" <laughs> <no>. <laughs> <laughs> is it gonna be a howling hermione are they gonna share the bathroom like she could be done you don't know you could probably ask
0: oh Dead the bathroom bags. babes
1: but anyway so they come into this like weird like hallway i i, I guess we're just mystery yep. spot and into this other weird hallway i've never seen fine um they run into percy weasley uh Crabron forgets he's Crabron briefly and asks <laughs> what are you doing here What are you doing down here? I think is what he says. And Percy smoothly responds that he happens to be a school prefect. Uh, I said, that's actually a pretty smooth cover up on Percy's side. Right. But again, don't worry about it
0: again with the voiceover. Are we just, are we just doing this to make sure that the viewer remembers that it's actually Harry and Ron? Maybe. And is that also why Harris, Harry is still wearing glasses?
1: okay i have so many thoughts about that too maybe like maybe just yeah maybe we just have just boom feed the audience still i guess but like it's not a very long scene (laughs) they couldn't come back to themselves pretty quickly we could have just used these actors
0: are they imagining that like somebody gets up to go to the bathroom and then comes back and is like (laughs) why are we following crab and goyle around
1: right and why would percy not recognize ron's voice exactly or malfoy wouldn't recognize area and rot- anywhere i we can't magic um he oh so i just thought it was a smooth cover because i think what we're really supposed to know on the backside nerds like you and myself um percy's visiting his ravenhawk girlfriend yes yeah penelope Da-frague. who actually
0: in the book uh is petrified at one point
1: yeah she's not she's absent from this movie entirely well actually no she's not we get that one quick mention when they're walking down the hallway together and so yeah. Nicholas says, Miss Clearwater. So we get that. But that's it. That's the only thing that movie gives us that. Yo, they were dating. Um, do they Who's even up, do the they, nasty. Do they end up together in, like, the Pottermore the lore? I think so. I hope so, because we all know Percy needed somebody as uptight as himself.
0: Oh, wow. She's well, like I'm just Percy. Saying,
1: well, maybe she's a lovely person. She's never mentioned, though, in the books again. He tumbles Percy into and... this. He like tumbles into the battle and is like, "Hey, you're my sister-in-law." Because he hadn't been around so long, he'd miss the wedding.
0: Right. Percy He's was getting... distraught when Penelope was petrified in 1993, and immensely relieved when she was cured by the Mandrake Restorative drought. For unknown reasons, Percy and Penelope did not stay together. Oh. And what? Percy ended up marrying Audrey Weasley.
1: Sorry oh she took the last name
0: <laughs> i know I, I had to think like, about that for did a second he just, did he marry his cousin? cousin who the fuck is audrey weasley maiden name unknown
1: so they didn't end up together that's kind of sad but whatever but i did think like i said it was a smooth cover up for him to be like um i'm a prefect don't worry why i'm down here late at night <laughs> like that's kind of baller uh, right as Percy starts asking for their names which they've also for some reason briefly forgotten even though they've known like this is the plan to become these two kids but they just in that minute or so thrown I guess
0: they drink the apologies potion and completely forget what their plan is oh they like, lost their
1: shit yeah
0: entire, I have more to say on that later but like
1: okay um, so right as this is happening, Malfoy comes strutting up to the group and instantly begins negging his friends. <laughs> he asks them, like, if they've been stuffing their faces in the Great Hall this whole time. <laughs> like He's immediately mean to them. It's he's douche. an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. He asks Goyle Harry Potter why he's wearing glasses. Great question. And quickly removes them, saying that they're for reading. Malfoy squints his eyes and again negs him and says, I know you could read. Malfoy. Which
0: is so stupid because, I'm sorry, this glasses bit is just continuing to annoy me. In the mm-hmm. book, Malfoy mm-hmm. gives Harry and Ron as Crab and Goyle an article to read about Mr. Weasley being fined for bewitching the flying car. Mm. And he even has the paper in his hands in the scene as he approaches them. Oh. And yet he's saying, I didn't know you could read. Like, I, I'm sure. What a
1: dumb joke. Well, yeah, just like what a dumb neggy joke right now. Like, and that's the dumb part, too, is he's coming like to the defense a little bit of his friends against Percy, but he's negging them. Money, no. fat fucks who can't read. <laughs> okay. Choose a side, buddy. Uh, Malfoy then rounds runs on Percy and asks him again what he's doing down here. I said, why is everybody up in Percy's business? Um, Percy tells him with gritted teeth to check himself, basically. A little shit. The next scene is in the Slytherin common room, where Malfoy instructs the imposters to sit as he monologues first about the Weasleys.
0: The Slytherin common room.
1: Loved. I you did more what do you mean
0: i wanted it to be more ooky spooky and like the windows that are supposed to be open to the black lake with like mm. green you know casting green shadows across the room and i wanted like the giant squid swimming by instead like we get this very clear Pretty. like like gold like or something on on, on the lighting that like Makes it look like there's water Or it's shimmering or something and I'm like eh, Just I'm bitching about the windows because frankly Most everything else is right on Like everything is green and black It's grand it's the size that a common room At Hogwarts should actually be It's got It's like T-shaped and it's got Like two I don't know whatever I, I, I love the loved windows it. To okay. be spookier I think and That's I, what I'm focused on
1: I forgot that detail about, okay, so can we research this? And by we, I mean you, because I'm not going to do it. Can you research <laughs> the Black family are all Slytherins? You're saying the Slytherin common room faces the Black Lake. Again, yeah. is it Black because of the last name Black? Or is it just called Blackness of the Color? Like, is there a connection there that they maybe contributed to the school in some way or owned, like I said, the property that the school was built on?
0: I should look it up. I'll look that up for next week.
1: Thank you. Please do. I just, I just, you just brought that up. I'm like, so the Slytherin common room faces black. Like, I'm just saying, there might, there might be a thing. I there might, might be, be a I connection be... there. I might be reaching. But no, I liked the room. I liked it. it it's imposing. It's not as creepy. You're right. It's just more austere. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. liked it. But
0: yeah. It looks how I imagine, like, Malfoy Manor to look.
1: Mmm. Kind of gaudy
0: looking. And just like whiny about the windows because they were, they phoned the windows in because they're just in the background. Total superficial tangent, but like, why could they never get Tom a decent dye job? Like he's supposed to have white blonde hair. And in most of the movies, it's just full on yellow.
1: And it was so slicked back that I'm like, okay, no 12-year-old kid. Maybe he does. I remember in junior high when guys, like like the frosted tips, they had a lot of gel and shit. Oh, yeah. This I did feels a, like. Uh,
0: that. I I probably used that much product in my hair when I was in junior high.
1: And this was the 90s, yes? Uh,
0: yeah. Well, huh. I wasn't in junior high in the 90s. I was a little after that. But oh, you're so young.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, you're right, uh, his hair bothered me in this scene very much because I got too close to it a few times. I'm like, I don't think he doesn't it's see that. It's
0: bright yellow.
1: <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a choice, as we would say. So, yeah, so Malfoy's monologuing about how much the Weasleys suck. <laughs> Crab Ron looks angry. Malfoy continues down the monologuing path with now Dumbledore sucks. Goyle Harry yells, you're wrong, causing Malfoy to again lose his shit, <laughs> asking if there's someone worse than Dumbledore. Uh, he, again, he's not a very good friend. Uh, he just flies out
0: the I, I hate this scene so much, <laughs> so much. Like one, are 12 year olds really talking about this kind of stuff? Like, no. Hmm. I'm surprised that I haven't seen that in the paper. Like, no, I'm sorry. They're not <laughs> Two, How do they have absolutely no self-control? Like every little thing that Malfoy says they have to react to it.
1: Yes. Like, they should have known, like, you're going in incognito. So, yeah, none of them can keep their ship together. That's a good point. Yeah. Malfoy can't. They can't.
0: Three, again, why the voiceover? Still angry about that. Makes no sense. Four, Malfoy is doing exactly what they want him to do, and they are fucking up their plan every time he speaks. Like, I get that two <laughs> and four are very similar there. But, like, oh, my God, you know that Malfoy hates you and your family and Dumbledore.
1: Yeah. Why are you, like, grrrr? Like, How dare you? Like, this... You know this. <laughs> this is not This new is to what you. you came here for. <laughs> mm-hmm. You are not good spies yet. Yeah. Uh, so he loses a the shit, there's somebody worse than Dumbledore. <laughs> then Harry just goes, Harry Potter. This pleases <laughs> the little psychopath who goes back to bitching and a seamless segue into a conversation about the heir of Southern. When they press him for information, Malfoy gets annoyed, or reminds Goyle Harry Potter that he doesn't know anything, but then pockets a small gift to remind us that he's a bad boy.
0: <laughs> okay, but Tom's monologue here could not be more dramatic and obnoxious. And you can tell, you can tell he is giving the performance of his life. <laughs> like hats off tom it might be cheesy as fuck and wildly obnoxious and people will come to you i i don't care because he you were 12 and you were living
1: mm-hmm. he executes he d- he does the, all the right moves
0: yeah he commits to it
1: i liked it um takes a little present but the but the, the very obvious like <laughs> yeah you know, like he's like is this yours no very obvious, putting it in my bucket. <laughs> I'm like okay. Why
0: are you just taking a random box out of the common room? Like that was such a weird little bit. It was entire. I get that it was there as a, a distraction so that you know Harry and Ron could sneak away. But <laughs> I don't know. It just it, it was so fucking
1: random. <laughs> Really random, it just reminded me of like how celebrities get caught stealing, or like people with money get caught stealing. Oh They're like, are yeah. just doing it for the thrill of it, to feel alive. Like, you didn't, did you need it? Whatever the fuck you, was in the thing, Did you need it? Okay. Did you need to steal that? No, I don't, mm. I don't, no. Um, so he does finally give them the information that they came for, which he said his father told him that 50 years ago, the last time the chamber was open, a mudblood died. He says, oh, it's a matter of time now until a blood dies. For me, I hope it's Granger. There is a little part here where they kind of get close to him. There's a lamp next to him that has a snake on it. That's really kind of badass. That bad. I like. That I think you're right back to the whole... It feels like Malfoy Manor. Because <laughs> everything's got yeah. a little bit of a snake accent to it. Like, yeah, we got it. Uh, then Crab Ron leaps up, and Goyle. Harry holds him back and tells him to calm just as some of their physical attributes start to return. Harry's scar and Ron's red hair. They book it out, claiming that they're going to the hospital wing for what's-his-fuck-stomach. Um, <laughs> and, and so this moment just threw me, too. I go, so also, will this never be weird when Malfoy tells them about this conversation, this whole interaction that they had that they'll have no memory of? Right. How, explain that away.
0: Like, they're just going to like, oh, um, like, you must have been passed about out. The, uh, yeah, the hour that they spent passed out in a broom cupboard.
1: And they won't... I mean... <laughs> Any sort of date rape should be reported. So even if you're a 12-year-old boy and you wake up in a closet and you have no recollection of what happened to you the last hour, you should probably report it.
0: Right? Like, how was there no investigation into what happened here?
1: Right. Because I'm assuming this came up because then they, he, Malfoy would say something like, what, you know, why, how was the hospital wing? What hospital wing? Remember when we were talking about this? <laughs> nope. Um, I was glad, however, when they got back to the bathroom that they kept the detail of the robes being oversized when they returned yes. that made me happy i'm like okay cool um they checked on hermione after a her cackling myrtle comes out <laughs> hermione <Girl>. explains
0: <laughs> she is a little too enthusiastic she here. is
1: pumped <laughs> it's like you know what maybe this is why you didn't have any friends you're a fucking bitch like yeah this might be why yeah um she comes out cackling and says they can't wait till see they see hermione Hermione, poor girl, explains that it was some coarse-ass cat hair she plucked from Millicent's robes, and she's now a <laughs> kitty cat. <laughs> they did This was a great effect. I thought this was actually very well done. It just, it's a lot. I don't know if I pictured it being that intense of a cat face and tail. <laughs> yeah, I mean... The tail is, like, up... Yeah. To her back of her head, yeah. and then she turns and like, oh shit! I thought it would be like a, you know, like a little protruding. Oh no, there's like maybe a hint of a tail back there. No, it's a, it's out there.
0: <laughs> I I love that that's Ron's reaction. Look at your tail. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Both of their reactions are actually very cute. Ron is very good at the startled face, and then Harry, when he puts his glasses on, is also very good at that. Oh no! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and well, as her, like you just, I feel for Hermione At that moment of like, please don't make fun of me, and they're like, what's your tail? She's like, I, am really sensitive about this.
0: <laughs> right. Please shut well, up. I mean, and circling back, you know, they take her to the hospital wing, wing, whatever, that place, but that place, words, um, but there is no way they would not have been caught for their date. <laughs> <week>. <laughs> yeah, like, hmm, we have two boys who were stripped naked in a closet <laughs> and we have someone that clearly was messing around with polyjuice potion hmm. but
1: again madame pomfrey she keeps secrets poppy keeps
0: it on the dl
1: poppy keeps it on the DL. maybe crab and goyle did go to her they're like we just woke up in a closet she's like you're fine get out of here i've got a cat <laughs> <laughs> i've got a cat <laughs> i'm gonna deal with a cat child bye-bye now i've got a cat yes girl yes you're fine <laughs> So the next scene, it comes up on Harry and Ron walking and talking, I said, in the staircase area. I don't know what else to call it. Yeah, the I guess. transitional movie staircase area where they swoosh me swoosh me around. around. Um, they talk about Hermione getting out of hospital in a few days after she's done coughing up fur balls. Again, they giggle because they're boys and they can't be that sensitive. <laughs> right. Maybe they kept that quiet. Maybe they're like, just oh, coughing up fur balls. Don't tell her she's sensitive. <laughs> uh, they come up the stairs across a shit ton of water. I said, is no one else noticing this? yeah like it's a it's, huge amount of water
0: also it's much deeper in the hallway than it is once they actually get in the bathroom like the bathroom floor is wet but there's not a lot of standing water on it they're running through like two inches of water before they I, get to the bathroom
1: thank you i thought that too like this is a lot i feel like though once they're in the bathroom those drains around the sink. Well, right but then
0: why would but then they, why is water coming out at into all the hallway yeah <laughs>
1: And then I actually thought, too, so I had this minute. So then um, Harry and Ron come in and see Myrtle's crying because somebody threw a book at her. Fine. I said, but the water gets really quiet when they're talking to her. I'm like, oh, she shuts it off. Like, she she's making this happen. She shuts it off. No, no, no. <laughs> a few minutes later, you look the, behind them. The water's still running. I'm like, oh, right. so we just. These,
0: like, little untidy assholes who recently broke glass on the floor of this bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I do appreciate, though, I keep noticing, and I meant to mention this earlier and I forgot, Um I really appreciate how much of a focal point they made that entrance to the Chamber of Secrets because I I never noticed it until this watch through how many times it is featured. Like Yeah, I hadn't either. I'm just I was like, like yeah, it's part of the bathroom, oh my- it's part
1: of the bathroom. Like yeah. When you think about it they're actually coming across it more and more.
0: Yeah, and it's just it's being shoved in our faces again and again visually and that's probably a so that we remember that it was oh yeah always there the whole and they walked by it the whole time blah 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 but it's also just really it, it's so clever of of you know the the producers filmmakers directors whatever yeah. um it's like when you see to, the murderer
1: over and over again in the background yeah, exactly. of scenes and you sign, yeah you see it later i liked it um ron callously questions myrtle if it would actually hurt her if somebody threw a book at her <laughs> um she throws her little spazzy fit I'm talking about how many points you would get if you threw it through her head, through her stomach. But then I like how she switches to the dulcet tones when talking to Harry. <laughs> Harry's so, like, what happened? I don't know.
0: I have a lot of questions about ghosts. Um, <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> because, like, there's really no point in Harry Potter canon where they are corporeal. Um. And like even here, like she's putting herself through, her, like her arm through Ron as she's naming out these points. How's she turning on the faucet?
1: And she supposedly does this often. So like, yeah. wouldn't they? Yeah, I feel like more notice would be paid to like, hey, how you know that corridor doing tonight? <laughs> also. Fuckers
0: question about ghosts. Do they have to learn how to fly?
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> you think like it's like she, a Peter Pan moment? <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: she floats down to them so elegantly. I'm just like, is that like a learned skill? Do maybe. you maybe like when you come back as a ghost? Uh, are you just like walking until you figure out how to how to float or fly or oscillate or whatever? <laughs> like,
1: Ooh, or maybe you start out walking, but over time, you're fading more and more. Your lower oh. extremities, so you then you start floating. Get but I would like to see a Peter Pan like teaching a session with somebody yes. that's a new ghost. Think of unhappiest things, <laughs> it's as dark as getting wings. <laughs> think of sadness, think of death. Oh my god, <laughs> now you're flying, you're the best. <laughs>
0: so, this is our new thing, uh, apparently. We love the you, ghosts. You see, you see, Peter Pan. Everywhere in these movies, and I see Rocky Horror. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be fair, I see a variety. I see dinosaurs. I see. <laughs> okay,
0: we're not, we're, we're not talking about any, dinosaurs any again, because I, I can't know. unsee it, and I'm so angry. I know.
1: She drifts away, and Harry picks up the book in question and shakes it out. Next, we find Harry alone at night in the Gryffindor common room, checking out the blank diary of Tom Marvolo, Marvolo Riddle. <laughs> Marvolo. Um, Marvolo. And I said, I'm sorry, he just instantly knows to throw ink in it. Book bitch. Yeah. So I remember this one. This one I know for a fact. This was, Gilderoy, I remember, was like, every so gloomy, I'm going to have a Valentine's Day celebration where he hired, like, dwarves to dress up as little cupids and run around and sing Valentine's to people. And he held Harry down to sing one from Ginny. Ink sliders all over his stuff, including the diary, but the diary wasn't soaked with ink.
0: You're absolutely right. Thank you. But
1: Once in a while,
0: I'm right. Movie Harry is just so intuitive. Just so smart.
1: He just knows to throw something and get it. <laughs> It'll absorb. I mean,
0: <laughs> I, I guess when you get a journal, like, what do you think to do? Like, you, you, yeah. you can write in it. But I don't know. I
1: don't He's know. It's a little
0: too convenient. His discovery is a little too convenient. And very
1: quick. Yeah, like we said, it's very movie quick. I'm like, all right, let's get this going. So he writes, <laughs> my name is Harry Potter. Letters appear writing back in a creepy book text message. <laughs> Hello, Harry Potter, my name's Tom Riddle. Harry instantly asks him about the thing going on that he wants to know about. Like, there should have been a, a, at least one date that said 50 years ago or something. I think that's why he knows that this diary was written at the time. That the chamber was open last but he just in this in movie version harry again very intuitive do you know anything about the chamber of secrets <laughs> uh tom's like yep he goes can you tell me he goes nope <laughs> harry gets immediately pissy he says but i can show you let me take you back 50 years ago the book changes book pages flip rapidly and text appears in the corner with the 13th june i wrote run harry run <laughs> <laughs> what a horrifying moment for a kid like oh god the book is writing to me oh and it's flipping pages by itself I'm like don't look at it <laughs> i would throw it in the fire I'm like okay we're done
0: Oh, <laughs> well, i just thought back to the books that he found in the library last year that like he opens one and it starts screaming at him <laughs> I'm like mm. okay. and there are stories in the book about how like uh there are books that once you start reading it you can never put it down um, mm. Like all these different cursed texts. Yes. And like you're very brave. Yeah. <laughs> or stupid or both.
1: Or, yeah. Well, and in your one thing you're saying too is smart too. Like maybe he's just used to magical books by this point. He's like, oh, maybe this is just a new form of a magical book where it just talks back to you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it's that's like a little therapist for
1: your pocket. <laughs> Still didn't like it. I didn't like it. Um, I anyway. So...
0: <laughs> I have so many questions about the book, the yeah. journal. Like, is it sentient? does it it, okay so it makes sense that it would be because a piece of voldemort's soul is in it Mm -hmm. but does it have a way of observing the outside world when other than when people write it so when he goes let me take you back 50 years ago like bitch how do you know what year it is oh and then like even like piggyback on top of that like have the malfoys been writing in it for the last 50 years
1: right what was his relation with it
0: yeah but like how much did Lucius know when he gave it to Ginny we know that he didn't know it was a horcrux
1: correct otherwise he wouldn't have given it away yeah
0: but like did he know that did he know that Voldemort's real name was Tom Marvolo Riddle did he which case
1: why would you give that away
0: yeah even if you just think it's a talking diary (laughs) or maybe they never figured (laughs) it out in which case like how how long was that sitting somewhere on a shelf with like no one feeding it information i realized that jenny just had been feeding information so it has caught up whatever but like wouldn't it have a pretty significant gap from you know the 1940s when it was created yeah i don't know i guess i guess voldemort was alive that whole time so but that's the other thing like are his previous the horcruxes that he previously created like are they sentient? Yeah. Do they know? Are what's they going sentient? Out? Like, do do they share sentient? I don't have another word for it. Do they share sentience with Voldemort? So, in other words, like, okay, Valdi is killed, but his Horcruxes still exist. Okay, so does this Horcrux of his sixteen year old self know everything that Voldemort has done in the last fifty years? Since it was created, just lots of lots of questions about and these aren't questions that I think are really even answered, um, being that like Voldy's kind of the one of the only people who've ever made a Horcrux and I think the only one who ever made multiple Horcruxes. So, yeah, I don't think we'll ever have answers to those questions, but that's a big like question mark in my mind. Like, would this Horcrux Valdi know everything um or would he have to be caught up on you know 50 years
1: i i think it would have to like okay when they said that people were pouring bits of their soul into the book to make him powerful again make the horcrux piece of him powerful again maybe mm-hmm. he does retain that information that Ginny was dating putting the dates and saying what was happening at the school so he's right. retaining that information and saying let me take you back 50 years ago because i know that this is where you are currently based on the right. information i've already so collected
0: that totally makes sense I'm more curious about, yeah, like those blank periods where he was sitting on a shelf for a decade. (laughs) Right.
1: Well, I think what happens is somebody takes a silly putty onto a newspaper and just puts it into the, (laughs) so it absorbs the ink from the silly putty. And that's how it keeps the information. On yeah,
0: that's a good that theory. Cool. I think that that's probably exactly what happens. I agree.
1: They absolutely hit Silly Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, that's where we leave off for this one. We're going to get into the scene that Tom Riddle's diary shows Harry next week. Um, yep, yep, yep. But before then, I have a couple questions for you. What hit would me. you. What would you hide in a diary and keep?
0: you're going to laugh at me because it's Tom's monologue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not mad at that. He does. He really like delivers it and he does it. Well, didn't they even say like recently, like, it's just like Tom, what's his name? Middleton? Um, No, Tom Hiddleston. Tom.
0: No. Hiddleston? Tom it'll, it'll, it'll get, I'll think of it. Tom. Felton. Felton. Thank you.
1: That Tom Felton's like runtime in the series as a total is like less than five minutes. Oh, really? Like, he's really barely in the movies as a total. But you remember his scenes because he, he's an impactful little villain kid.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think that it's too much. But I love that it's too much. Listen, I mm-hmm. used to do, I used to teach theater to kids. And getting a kid to do the bare minimum is a challenge. So the idea that he went above and beyond and he lived his fantasy in this moment. Yeah, fuck yeah i want that i'm why i want to lock that in a diary and keep it for 50 years
1: okay um what i would lock and keep away is (laughs) real petty but i liked um i think i say real petty every week because i think mine are silly but i enjoy them myrtle just cackling like a little twat (laughs) (laughs) she's so happy like that brought her so much joy she's like i'm in on a thing (laughs) she's terrible she's a terrible (laughs) person even though it's an awful thing yeah it's an (laughs) an awful spectrum spectral bitch i don't know yeah she's Anyway. yeah she's awful but it's it's funny how, how <laughs> joyful she is at poor hermione's uh tragedy i said what would you smash like a beaker <laughs> just throw on the ground not give a fuck
0: okay so i have two i'm gonna smash on the ground the fucking voiceovers
1: <laughs> yeah
0: um and tom's die job <laughs>
1: You are allowed to have both of those because I didn't.
0: <laughs> it's so bad. Like that's. Listen, I have bleached my own hair before with like a five dollar box from Target.
1: Oh yeah, it's sixty nine now.
0: Oh boy. Okay. Well.
1: Prices have gone up.
0: It, it probably looked about like that.
1: Your crisis hair. Yeah. My crisis. We talked hair. about that. <laughs>
0: it's fine i yeah. know i know i've talked about it on the pod before it was a and journey. just their
1: their voices being their same voices is just stupid it's a stupid like you said unnecessary detail we could have just had the fucking actors do it like yeah it was really dumb um i had a different one to smash actually do it throw Which it I down Yeah, had but i forgot Hold on. oh what i would kind of smash though and it's something that i didn't really think about too much until you said it poor hermione doesn't get to go on a little adventure like, she worked the hardest, and she gets to sit in a fucking stall being <laughs> horrified. Like, I would at least, like, run out and be, like, plucking the face of hair, but she's just so horrified at what's happened to her. She's just staying in the stall sad. I'm like, oh, she didn't, get, yeah. she didn't get no fun.
0: That's exactly what I was saying about them bailing on her. It's just, like, she, this was her plan, like, from the very beginning. Yeah. And she essentially did all of the work for it.
1: Yeah. And she gets and to stay behind she, and... Then go to and the then, hospital
0: wing <laughs> yeah i was gonna say and then spend days in the hospital wing yeah oh, baby. Oh,
1: oh, all right well next week we get to go inside the journal
0: 50 years ago
1: so excited i'm actually now very is, excited what like I...
0: 80 years ago oh oh, oh oh that's terrifying yeah nope we're fucking
1: old <laughs> nope sure quite quite
0: why quiet. did we do that I okay hate, i i re- right. immediately nope. regret that
1: <laughs> I'm going to push down that thought right about now. Okay. Well, I love you. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Everybody, uh, follow us on all the things. We have all the things. Follow us, subscribe, like, and be our friends. And we love you. And thanks for hanging out. And we'll see you next time. Magic. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just okay, saying, we'll bye. See you next time. Okay, I love you. Goodbye. <laughs>
0: yesterday girl. did you really yes
1: that's horrifying it's horrifying well, when you're in a changing room and you like can't get out of the garment or <laughs> you are going to rip something or yeah my swear worst to god if
0: this fucking retail queen knocks on my door one more time and asks how it going how's it going
1: it's not going well barbara uh, <laughs> it's not going well oh my god what the fuck was that
0: I don't know, something just, it sounded like a cord or something fell down behind my, behind my TV, but it scared the fuck out of me.
1: I don't like we're talking about sentient things and then something in your apartment moves. <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like this. Please go find out what it was. I don't like it. I don't want to look now either. If I have to witness your death, I'm going to be very mad.